Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the Conversation Station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. Well, hello and welcome from Indianapolis, Indiana. Guys, we'll catch that spot after the guys get through telling us about the football. The, the cart didn't okay. work. So I'm going to turn it over to Chris and get out of the way. All right. Okay, well, welcome to show number 51. And next week will be our one-year anniversary. And uh, we uh, did miss one show. It would have been 53, but we'll, we'll make it 52. Nice even year. And uh, this is the show of July 28, 2019. I always like to date it for folks if they grab the podcast and they don't know which one they've got or whatever. They've, you know, there are various uh, versions of it out there. So tonight, we're gonna, we've got a treat. we got a couple of guests here. We have Larry from Pittsburgh and Jimmy. And they are running, uh, I don't know where Jimmy's from, but he can tell us about that. Um, but here, they're definitely. running... No, Philadelphia. Okay, all, all Keystone all the time here, and uh, they're they're running the football contest. So when Sean gets done with his plugs for all the uh, ships at sea and where everything is, then they will start explaining the football contest from the point of view of somebody who's never played and uh, get you maybe up to speed on how it works and uh, tell you how to get a hold of them and so forth. And then uh, we'll get into our regular stuff after that. We may have a few questions for them too. Then we'll get into our regular stuff with baseball, uh, football, NFL, and, and a little college football. Uh, we uh, have. Uh, couple of deaths to report to and uh you know then we'll just maybe we'll finally do the hockey signings i mean who the heck knows we'll we'll just roll with it so right now here's sean with all the information that he always gives us well first of all as we said on the recording and especially if you want to come in you may have some questions about the contest to ask jimmy and larry you can download your zoom app or you can dial 646-876-9923 when you get in you do 287 287- 723-4600, pound key twice. Star 6, mute you and unmute you. Star 9 raises your hand on the phone, Alt-Y on the computer, and the more key on your iPhone. That's how you raise your hand, and that is where maybe you can ask them questions, you can ask us questions later, you can make comments on what we're talking about. But also, we want to let you know, we have a phone line. You can interact with all of us at 712 432 Three six four two. We have the sports lounge board. It's a discussion board, news, and all that stuff. Scores. It, you, when you get to get to the main menu, hit five, then go to board nine. Also, the TV and Sirius XM and other sports schedules board is board thirteen. The Fight Club, talking boxing, MMA, and wrestling, is board eleven. And of course. Four ten is a place that you can go and hear about Larry and Jimmy's football contest for 2019. And folks, we want to welcome Larry and Jimmy. So, fellas, why don't you just come on in and tell uh, tell folks who maybe haven't been part of this contest, tell them a little bit about what it involves and how it goes, and give a little history, whatever you know. It's your it's your time. Take it away, hey, fellas. Hey, everybody. I'm Larry, and. Uh... The contest is a rather simple contest compared to some of the contests out there. Um, you basically pick the winning team for each game each week. Um, and there's also bonus games where um, you pick 
whether it's over or under or exactly the number that I will provide, I'll provide the schedule to you each week, um, either via email or on one of two chat lines, I believe Sean mentioned. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it. Um, there's there's extra points for the highest scoring team of the week and the lowest scoring team of the week. Now, there's a uh, $20 fee for the contest for the entire season, but every cent of that goes back into the prizes at the end of the contest, and we pay out to the first, uh, the uh, top four um, people at the end of the contest. And that includes the Super Bowl. Yes, and that includes the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, and so it's 50, I think it's 50%, 25, 15, and 10, if I remember right, Larry. Yes, Is that's that correct? exactly right. That's yep. exactly right. So, uh, you know, for instance, if uh, we have 40 people in there, you're going to win 400 bucks if you get first place, 200 for second, and what is yep. it, 100 for third, and I don't know what the percentage is for four. Uh, 40, I think, or something. Anyway, yeah, something like yeah. that. 40, I no, think. I, yeah, sorry, yeah. Okay. I don't know. We didn't uh, see. We have an executive producer, Beth Shelley, but we didn't hire an accountant this week, so we're we're working on that. No, but all, work all that, that will be. If, if uh, you would like to send me an email, I can give you more details about the contest. And my email is LarryPittsburgh at gmail dot net. That's, um, I'm sorry. Yes, Larry Pittsburgh. Oh, at oh wait a minute. I'll see. Yep. Com. Com. He saved mm-hmm. my bacon again. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. so Jimmy, do you have any? That's L A R R Y P I T T S B U R G H at gmail.com. Okay. And, and and also people can leave you messages on those board on the on board ten. If they don't have email or something, they can leave you a message and, and get the address as to where to send the money yes. and what the and deadline is and so a forth. Phone number if you have questions. Well Jimmy can tell yeah. that stuff yeah. too. Yes. And Sean, yeah, sure. I did. I did have something to say. So I wanted to thank you guys for allowing us to come on and advertise our contest. Uh, I want to tell everybody out there that uh, I actually was in this contest about 15, 16 years ago, and the gentleman that was running it at the time gave it up. And I thought to myself, I'm addicted. I can't let this go. So I've been running this contest ever since. Larry came on a few years back, and really, you know, has really made things a lot easier for me. You know, using a spreadsheet and whatnot. He gives statistics on how many women how many men you know who's yeah. winning what and yeah it's just a lot of fun yeah it's yeah. extremely you know and it's very very competitive and it um, provides updates right through the day like you can check after the one o'clock games are over in the 425 before by about quarter or five yeah, he'll have the bad. updates for the new standings and so forth so he's, he's great at that can i ask you yes. a couple uh, questions go ahead, go ahead bill uh, just a couple questions number one can a person pay via credit card or do you pay by check, or how do you how do you pay for this contest? Actually, I have always asked people if they can PayPal me the twenty. Well, that's that's what thing. I prefer. Yeah. Or yeah. they and can you just... can do that through your credit card. You'll right. Pay I mean, oh, you PayPal, can. Okay. Yeah. If you, okay. If you can Great. It, if you can do it with debit, yeah. um, then oh, you yeah. don't it's get charged any thing. extra yeah. fee. So mm-hmm. if not, then you can just yeah, it's a uh, snail mail that to me, and I can give that address here. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, my address now is 4012 Garrett Road, spelled G-A-R-R-E-T-T, a road, as I said, apartment 10. That's in Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania, 19026. You probably want to give your last name, then, if you're going to. Faber is the last name, spelled okay. F as in Frank, A, B as in boy, E-R. Okay. And the last right. question is, what's the approximate deadline for people to... Enter is this, of course, before the season? The date, 
yeah. the day before the start of the season, which is what the fifth, I believe. The eighth is it, is it the eighth of September? Uh, the eighth is, is well, the the fifth is the Thursday night game, so it's okay, the, the fourth or the eighth, whichever. The fifth is the Thursday night game, so it'd be the fourth. Yes. The okay. Fourth. So we do, do we get emails or how do we get updates on like how do you do it on yes. week seven? Yes, you you can play it via email or you can play it on one of the chat lines that shot. Okay. Good yes. enough for me. He he has it all over the place. They put it, uh, yeah. and last year the two of them had well for a little while they separated in a separate contest, but they've reunited into one, and they right. both had updates all over the place. For and I do provide yeah. all those stats in the email as well as the chat lines. Wow, because I'm playing right. one that's eighty bucks right now, and it's one of those confidence pools, and I really screw that up every week. Oh, the the uh, uh, survivor pool. So you have to pick a, t- a different team each week. That no, that no, pool. No, no, no. It's like you've got a strength of schedule and how much they win by and that kind of oh, stuff. Oh God, mm, that so, sounds yeah. way more complicated than this. Well, you figure this contest is only costing you a dollar a week. Yeah, and that one's eight. That's right. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Yeah, to Yeah, last year our first pre- you know place prize was four hundred. Last Larry was saying earlier, and uh, yeah, between the two AJ contests, was quite happy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. it's one twenty. I did the math. It's one twenty for fifteen percent and eighty for ten. If it was eight hundred dollars in the pool. So, yeah. Okay. Got it. We may have another yeah. question. I think we just got a new caller, Sean. Okay. Is it here? here? Paul just came in. We're Ooh, talking Jamal, about the contest, Jamal. Oh, it's Jamal. Long-time player of the contest. Jamal's been yeah, in it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's been in it. Hey, what's you up, Jamal? He's been in it for years, for years. As long as I'm taking it over. My contest you, as well. Do you have a question, Jamal? I didn't have a question, but I will put the time on. I might as well say this. For those who are thinking about joining it, join. It's a hell of a contest. It's a lot of fun. And these contests have single-handedly kept my interest in the NFL football. Because under a lot of... Instances I was more of a baseball fan, but once I started joining these contests, I've become, in the past several years, more interested in following the NFL. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're Thank sitting you. there like on a on a Monday night, wondering why am I watching this Cleveland, uh, you know, Detroit <laughs> game or something. You, you 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 know, it's Monday night. You could be doing whatever, and you say, I gotta watch because my combined score. Uh, you know, I mean, all this you really get <laughs> yeah, crazy. Might like, win. You know. So, so you never know. Teams that you maybe wouldn't care about at all, you, you get, you really do. I'm in a fantasy league too, and it really. This is why the NFL is the most popular. It's the easiest thing to, to wager on, to have friendly wagers or or monetary things or whatever. And of course, there's the point. Hey, it's only week. once a week. It's only once a week. It's an event. You know, it's you not don't need to day. know a lot about football. I mean, you can, it's like a roll of the dice. You know, you're picking a team: Eagles, Giants. Okay, who do you who do you want to win? Yeah, he was of course. Of course. Yeah. No, 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 not really. Trash talk your friends. That's right. That's right. I have to deal with a lot of patriot. I have to deal with a lot of patriots abuse in this contest, but I, I do it anyway. It's okay. <laughs> Anybody else have any questions for Jimmy and Larry? Well, yeah, Chris doesn't need a contest to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and also, this contest has been designed that nobody is out of it. I mean, uh, until the end, when the That's Super Bowl right. is, pl- you know, is played, the Super Bowl is played. Then we know who the winner is. Nobody there was like, out. I think, how many propositions did you have on the Super Bowl, Larry? About eighteen things or something. It was I fifteen. Uh, Chris, 15. was it fifteen? I, I cut yeah. it down. Jimmy, Jimmy um, initially had it at twenty-one, but I cut, cut it down fifteen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, but, I've I've enjoyed playing in the contest. As they, uh, Larry and them, they run a very good contest, so I highly recommend it to people. 
And I'd also like to point out that the, uh, the point totals will increase as the uh, season goes by. So in the beginning, it's not so important. So even if you're brand new, you can get the hang of it. And then eventually, yeah. you know, if you're not yeah. doing so well, you get caught up. And yeah, around Thanksgiving, score, they, yeah, around yeah. Thanksgiving, the point you know, spread will do- yeah. it'll double. Everything doubles. And the combined scores are for the games that you're going to see. They're, they're the su- Sunday night game, the Monday night game, the Thursday night game, the Thanksgiving games, the Saturday game. Yeah. Basically, it may be a big game. Games. But, you know, You're, you are correct, games, yes, yeah. on those yeah. types of games, yes. Yeah, so they're games that uh, it's easy to, to follow because they're, they're everywhere, so. Yes, sir. And okay. Well, hey, if you choose to be brave enough week. to pick exact on the over-unders that I spoke of, um, you do uh, win some big points. But right. it usually yeah. doesn't happen, so I'm not going to, you know. People no, have I, I mean, it was gamble. But if you're behind, if you're behind and you really want to move up in the standings, it's, and it's late in the season. I wouldn't do it on normally. I do the over-under because mm-hmm. you, you have a kind of a 50-50 chance, whereas the exact, you really got to nail it. And that's, I would you know, consider it more a desperation move. Yeah, yeah right. I agree. I agree. Well, thank oh. you again. Okay, guys. Yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks. So, uh, hey, everybody check, your, it, check it out. Yep. And Sean will run welcome. it down a little bit again at the end there. Talk about it, uh, you know, in his, in his last uh, plug that he does. Uh, so anybody who missed uh, that can hang in the rest of the show and uh, pick up some more information. Hey, y'all, are welcome to, y'all are welcome to stay part of the panel or in, uh, or whatever. And if you hear a question that anybody asks, y'all are welcome to come back. But yep, we'll sure. definitely promote it as we get closer. So. All right, guys, All right. I, I'm going to do a quick spot because we have to pay those bills, and we're going to promote right. the fire out of yeah. that football contest. So. Thanks, okay, sir. thanks, Jimmy and Larry. Thank you. Thank you. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. All right, guys, I'm going to turn it back over to you guys, and I'm going to be quiet and get out of the way.
Okay, well, it's time for baseball, our baseball thing, and we'll do, of course, what we normally do. If you're a new listener, we do the uh, standings as uh, we're going into today's action, give you the scores, and then we do the update of the wild card because we've kind of talked about the division when we run through the standings, and so, but we update the, right to the uh, as best as we can with the wild card stuff, which meant I had to wait till about, I came in about five minutes late because the Oakland A's wouldn't finish beating the Texas Rangers, so we'll get to that. Okay, going into today's action, the Yankees were leading the American League East at 66 and 38. The Red Sox, who of course have won uh, three in a row over the Yankees this weekend so far, uh, were 49 and uh, 59 and 47. They were eight games out. Tampa Bay uh, was 59 and 48, eight and a half out. Toronto 40 and 66, and Baltimore 35 and 69. In the Central, uh, Minnesota 63 and 41 today going in, and Cleveland 62-42. So at that point, uh, the Indians had come to within a game of the Twins, and they basically I don't know had like an eight and a half game lead or something like that. Anyway, so it was, they've, they've certainly come back on them. But the Twins won today. The Indians lost. We'll get to that. Chicago White Sox 46 and 56. Kansas City 39 and 67, and the Tigers are 30 and 70. I don't know when they're going to start playing games. They're about six games behind everybody else. It's really weird. Just a lot of rain out. They must be having a lot of doubleheaders coming up. In the West, Houston at 67 39. And they're in pretty good shape for the division. Oakland is at 59 and 47, uh, eight games out. So I think the Yankees and the uh, Astros will win those divisions. I really don't think, even though the Red Sox had a good weekend, that they're going to be catching them or Tampa Bay will either. The Angels were 54-52, Texas 53-52, and Seattle 45-63. and In the National League, Atlanta was leading that division in the East at 62 and 43. Washington 55 and 49, so that would put, have put them six and a half out. Philadelphia 54 and 50 at seven and a half out. We have the Mets at 49 and 55, and Miami at 39 and 63. In the Central, it's wild. We had uh, going into today, the Cardinals were leading at 56 and 48. The Cubs were 55 and 49. As you'll see later, Cardinals lost, Cubs won. So they're in a flat-footed tie, and they're going to start meeting on Tuesday night, St. Louis. Milwaukee is right there too at 56 and 50. So they were, uh, let's see, again, I guess a game out going into today. Uh, of course, the Cubs beat Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh, the uh, Reds, 47 and 55, and the Pirates are now uh, 46 and 58, and we'll talk about them a little later in another context. They have, uh, we're basically going to declare them uh, forts, as we say. In the uh, West, we have um, the Dodgers at 69 and 37, Arizona 53 and 52, so that's a 10 and a half game lead for the Dodgers. They're in good shape. San Francisco was also 53 and 52, San Diego 49 and 55, Colorado 49 and 56. The Sunday games. Philadelphia beat the uh, Braves nine to four. We had Miami over Arizona five to one. Cincinnati uh, beat Colorado three to two. The Mets beat the Pirates eight to seven, and that, as I understand it, was a sweep for the Mets over the Pirates at City Field, and basically that took care of the Pirates. I think for this year, uh, had a good uh, run up to the All Star break, but coming out of the All Star break. Uh, they stumbled, as you would say, in horse racing parlance and just never recovered. Washington beat the Dodgers 11-4 to to salvage the last game of that series. The Cubs beat Milwaukee 11-4 to in uh, Milwaukee. Tampa Bay over Toronto 10-9, to and Tampa Bay was trailing this game 8-1 to at one point. But turnabout is fair play because yesterday Tampa Bay had a lead of a similar size, and they ended up, uh, Toronto came back on them and won that game. So it all worked out, I guess, the way it should, but the crazy games in Toronto. Kansas City beat Cleveland 9 to 6, Minnesota over the White Sox 11 to 1. Houston beat St. Louis 6 to 2. We had in the late game San Francisco beat San Diego 7 to 6. 
uh, San, uh, San Francisco held on there in the last uh, of the ninth. Uh, Padres got a couple of runs. Seattle beat Detroit three to two. I think that was in ten innings. Massey uh, would not tell me, but I think it I was. guess it was. Yes, it yeah. was. The Angels beat the Orioles uh, five to four, and the A's finally in the last game of uh, the early part of the day or at the daytime. Oakland beat Texas six to five by scoring two in the bottom of the ninth uh, to pull that out. And right now, the last I heard, the Red Sox were trailing the Yankees uh, four to nothing in the it's four, four to two. Four to all right, four to two. There you go. So and in the, right now, Royals game, in the Royals game, before you get to that, Chris, in the Royals game today, uh, Trevor Bauer would have made the NFL quarterbacks uh, proud because when uh, Terry Francona came to remove him from the game today, apparently from just behind the mound, he fired the ball over the center field fence and uh, okay. it was allowed to travel 380 feet. Uh, later on, he, of course, apologized, saying his behavior was very childish. But, you know, if anybody were thinking about looking at him as a, as a starting pitching option, I don't think the Indians would trade him at this point. But if no. they would, boy, that would sure make you think twice, wouldn't it? He is uh, marches to a different drummer. He, of course, has uh, had some weird injuries for re- weird reasons, and uh, he's, he's a little out there. So, I mean, I think people already knew that. But he's the, sure. one, he's the one, Chris, remember a couple of years ago in the playoff that injured himself by playing with a drone or something? like that that is, that is correct yes, yes. correct he did so yeah no people knew that it's nothing it's nothing new uh, about trevor brower it doesn't change his his value it's just trevor bauer being trevor bauer but that's why and i didn't hear, hear the show at all but they were talking about tom hamilton and the indians was talking about going to terry francona's post-game show and he said it would be very interesting well now i know why because i imagine terry had something to say about that stuff okay so in the wild card standings up to date as best as we can uh we in the american league cleveland is the lead wild card team now with 19 over 500 and of course they are now two behind minnesota so they've got a couple of ways into the playoffs most of these other teams don't oakland is 13 over right now the red sox are 12 over tampa bay is 12 over at this moment of course the red sox will be 13 or 11 depending on if they win tonight or lose angels are three over and texas is now at 500 so the angels in texas they're still in it but they've uh, you know if they were sellers it wouldn't be surprising as uh, the trade deadline comes up we'll get into the trade uh, in a minute in the national league it is crazy as it always is Washington is seven games over 500 right now. The Cubs are seven over, and the Cardinals are seven over. Right now, they'd all be in postseason. One would be the division winner in the Central. One would be a wild card. The other would be Washington. They'd all be in the postseason. I mean, this is all subject to change all the time because right behind them, Milwaukee is five over, a game out, and so is Philadelphia. They're they're five out, so they're not they're not gone by any means. San Francisco is two out. They're in pretty good shape. They've done uh, done well, of course, as we've been saying the last couple of weeks. The teams that are kind of uh, sliding away, they're well. Oh, no, Arizona is uh, at five hundred. They're 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 in reasonable shot too. But then you go to the Mets at minus five, and you know they they did well this weekend to do what they did. Of course, they they needed to do that at home. They held serve. Padres minus seven. Cincinnati minus seven. Colorado minus eight, and the team who is, and there's not going to be a team every week that's going to be done. Or going to, we're going to put a fork in. But I think after the swept, uh, the, the the sweep loss to the Mets here, I would say that the Pirates uh, have had it this year. Uh, they're 13 under, and uh, that puts them like 10 games out, and too many teams in front of them, etc. So, yeah, you can put a fork in them; they're done. Yeah. So uh, we had a couple of, I know about some of the early trades. We'll talk about them. Uh, Jake Beekman, a reliever from Kansas City, went to to, uh, to the Cubs. And no, so no, no, went, no, no, he went to Oakland. He went to Oakland. Oh, oh, went to Oakland. Okay. All right. So that's right, because I heard about that. on the, They were talking about him on the, on the game. Uh, what is this? Anybody know anything about Beekman? Is he going to be a real help to the A's? The only thing I can tell you uh, from what I've learned is he's played with Arizona, Philadelphia, and Kansas City. 
and has been a reliable reliever wherever he's been. Uh, but, you know, uh, and uh, the A's are, were desperate for a, another left-handed reliever. And apparently they were going to acquire him when they made the Homer Bailey trade because uh, they also talked about him. But instead of putting them together in one trade, they decided to do separate trades. But other okay. than that, I don't know that much about him. Okay, and also Derek Holland went from it, that was what I was thinking of. Derek Holland went from the Giants to the to Cubs. the uh, Cubs. And now, what was the reason for that uh, from the Giants' point of view? They're still in uh, it. And uh, yeah, the so reason the-, the reason was is that he really had not been pitching much out of their bullpen, and he he had only been doing well against left-handers. So that was their reason for trading him. And he pitched last night. And uh, as pathetic as that bullpen was last night, he was the one guy that managed to get. And out. Okay. But, um, but I know about him from him being a starting pitcher in Texas and he, putting his pitches in Wrigley Field on a regular basis. Uh, I think it's a mistake. I think I think that's going to bite the Cubs. And it, okay. it could, but I think what they're hoping on is that he can. He's going to be at this point because we can still use them yet. He's going to be one of these specialists, you know, who just gets left-handed hitters out. And I think that's what they plan to use him for. He's not going to obviously be a starting pitcher of any sort. Okay. So, Perry and Robert, you got a couple more trades there. The Blue Jays were busy today yes, uh, the selling. The Blue Jays were busy today. The uh, They traded Eric Sogar to the Rays. Um, and I believe they got a minor leaguer back in that one. Yeah, and two they, players to be named later is what, what the transaction said. So and then they got two minor leaguers from the Mets when they traded um, – Marcus Stroman to the Mets and also apparently they are going to make another move uh, Bo Bichette who is the son of Dante Bichette is apparently about to be called up from Buffalo yep. and that means they'll have three sons of major leaguers on their active roster with yep. uh, B.J.O.'s son and uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. So That's right. That's right. And uh, now, so, the big, now the big thing is, though, what happens between now and Wednesday? You know, who – What time is the deadline on Wednesday? Uh, deadline 4 o'clock is 4 Eastern. Eastern Wednesday. Yeah. 4 o'clock Eastern on Wednesday. And, okay. and now keep in mind, you may hear a few trades announced in that hour right after 4 p.m. because some of them just – they get reported. They just don't get released. Yeah. So That's you right. could hear one is announced as late as 5 Eastern, but probably not any time after that. Yeah. Right. Now, uh, I think an underrated move that's uh, kind of went under the radar, last night the Minnesota Twins uh, picked up um, Sergio Romo from the uh, Miami Marlins. And, of course, Sergio Romo's got a lot of playoff experience with three World Series rings from the Giants, uh, and apparently he saved 17 ball games for the Marlins this year. So uh, they, they just picked up a lot of playoff experience. So he's going to be very helpful to the Minnesota Twins. And the Twins oh, are also so. looking to add, they would like to add one more bullpen pitcher and one more starting pitcher if they could. Yeah, because they've got hitting. And, uh, you know, and if they've got a good farm system, that's what they'd like to do. Now, yeah, also the Red, you know, people come back too. And this is part of it. With the Red Sox, they got Nathan Ivaldi back. And so you kind of think if they don't get a closer, and I still would like them to, but you kind of figure in some fashion that he and Matt Barnes and uh, Brandon Workman will handle the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. That they've now got three pitchers that they think they can trust to put in those spots. And they may not, it may not be Workman always closing. It might be Ivaldi one day, it might be Barnes, whatever. But 
But uh, I think they now, if they don't get a closer, and there's some closers out there. Like, who are some of the people? I know the, the Tigers and Padres have closers. People might be interested. Yeah, the Tigers have one. I forget his name. but the Green. Pad, I the, don't remember his first Green, name. Green. Green. Yeah, Green and the, Green. The, the number one closer that's apparently available or people are interested in is the Pirates closer because uh, they, they made a big deal about him on the front office this morning on uh, uh, MLB Network Radio. Uh, so, you know, well, everybody knows that I just put a fork in him that, you know, all the people in baseball watch that. So now yeah, they'll definitely so. uh, go after him, you know, because that's mm-hmm. the end of the Pirates. And then the Padres closer, Chris, is Kirby Yates. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the Pirates is Felipe Vasquez. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we had one. Apparently, um, um, uh, the last I heard, uh, Iglesias of the Reds might be available. So there, there's a few closers out there. Yeah. Uh, and then um, we were t- Bill and I were talking before the, the show. Uh, Roark might be available. And uh, did you say, Bill, you also heard that, that Roth, uh, Yasiel Puig could be available? Yes. I don't know if yeah. anybody would touch him, but I don't okay. Know if they would. But... Oh, if, you need, somebody, if you need hit Somebody him. will. Yeah, they yeah, would. Will He's got potential. Okay, and we had one um, death of a prominent former major leaguer, but uh, you, I remember him, but a lot of you guys don't. Don Mossy. He played for the Cleveland Indians from 54 through 58. 54 team, won 111 games, and he was part of their bullpen uh, tandem of Raynar Lefke and he, he, Don Mossy. Then he went to the Tigers, 59 through 63, then to the White Sox in 64 and Kansas City in 65. But, you know, I know some people, you, you, you don't always see these things, so I like to put these in because, you know, you say, is so-and-so still alive, and, you know, or you just a name pops into your head from your youth. And so Don Mossy is one of those names for me. Okay, so I guess we'll go to football. Is any more baseball anybody got? Anybody got? Uh, no. If anybody has any baseball, raise your hand now. Yeah. That's right. Anybody, any baseball questions? Okay, Jamal's hand is up, so Jamal, go ahead. Jamal, go ahead. Yeah, I got it. I'm listening to some of these trades. Uh, why would the Mets trade for Marcus Stroman? They're not going anywhere. I, I was scratching my head about that. And I well, was under control for I a little hear, while, isn't he, Perry? But what I hear, they're really this is a trade for next year, and the rumor is that they may be trading Noah Sendergaard, and the most likely landing spot for him, uh, from what I was hearing, would be the Padres. Okay. Yeah, the thing too with Strowman, he's a real he's a real New York guy. He's got a, a real attitude. And so what they think is he you know, he's and he's still young. He's maybe got a little a year or two of control. I don't know, but I think he's got a little and the thing is he probably would stay there. It's probably something where they think they can get a, a reasonable contract with him in the off season as well. Uh, so it's not just next year, it's maybe for a few years, especially if they're gonna trade Syndergaard. You know, they're and let wanna, and let's be honest, ahead. guys, if you're the New York Mets, you you're gonna wanna keep a top pitcher away from the New York Yankees because uh, if he didn't go to the Mets, he would have gone to the Yankees. So the Mets right. just jumped ahead of the Yankees, and there you go. Hold on, just, just a second, Jamal. It sounds like Brian Cashman has inquired, by the way, about Noah Sendergaard, but it sounds like if, um, to quote uh, Steve Sachs, it sounds like if if he's going to be go to the Yankees, the Yankees are going to play a New York tax to get him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Jamal. Yeah. Well, it's in. I'll, I'll, let me just before you before we move on to your next point, Jamal. They have been every day, and I don't listen to like New York talk radio like religiously, but I put on my Francesco and so on. Every day, within ten minutes, somebody brings up Noah Syndergaard being traded to the Yankees. I promise you, they've been talking yeah. about this for three months down there. It's oh, crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. Anyway, yeah, go, go ahead, ahead with your next ahead, point, Jamal. Jamal. Oh, okay. Two quick things. Number one, are the White Sox rumored that they need trades? Number two, you were talking about the Yankees and Mets trading. I remember 
or the two years ago, the White Sox and Cubs hooked up on that trade for Quintana, uh, and they and the fact that Eloy Jimenez and doing Steve back. I have heard nothing about the White Sox Eloy. at this point. And Eloy looks like he's on the verge of being the real team. He just needs to stay healthy the rest of the season. So. Okay. All right, so I guess we move on to football here. And the first, the, the big NFL note this year, or this, this week, I should say, Golden Tate, who the Giants just picked up in the offseason, has been suspended four games for what he claims is taking a fertility drug. And, of course, this is crazy because I don't see how a fertility drug would be a PED. I think we would have heard that if that were really the case. But anybody can go to that list. I'm sure it's available on the MLB, I mean, on the NFL website. You can go and find out, or your agent can go and find out if something is, if you are to put anything in your body, you got to know about it and and this is the old excuse this is the one that they use nowadays used to be it was my cousin's uh, stash or whatever nowadays it's it's you know this uh, i didn't know it was fertility it was um, uh yeah, health, uh, you know vitamins, whatever you know yeah what is it they use in boxing what was it what's his name the, the food poisoning yeah. yeah. Triple Triple G, Camilo Alvarez. Used yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was clumbuterol. Some some chemical in the Mexican meat is what it supposedly was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they use so, that all the time. It's and right. then, uh, but, okay, we had a, uh, uh, but then we can get into a little a slight bit of college uh, football. I know uh, Sean had some games listed that he wanted to talk about that are the prices of tickets. But we lost a, a guy who, this is one of those guys, when, when you're a kid and you start to follow a sport, you hear records. And this record I heard for the first, like, 13 years of my NFL uh, following life. Burt Rechachar died. He was 89 years old. He played uh, for the Cleveland Browns at 52, probably left uh, to make way for Lou the Toe Groza, who was their great longtime kicker after that. But also, these guys used to play other places. He played, uh, you know, like Gino Capaletti was a wide receiver for the Patriots. George Blanda was a quarterback. Uh, Rechachar was also a defensive back, apparently, but Lou Groza was an offensive lineman. So these guys, they had small rosters. They had like 33 people on a team, so they had to play different places. Then he went to the Baltimore Colts, which was almost an expansion team at that point, from 53 through 59. Then he went to the Steelers in 1960. He finished up with the New York Titans in 1961. They're the team that, of course, was the original AFL team, owned by Harry Wismer, and then became the New York Jets, uh, you know, in 63 when Sonny Warblin brought, bought them. Uh, he played in three, bowl, three Pro Bowls, and he kicked in 1953 a 56-yard field goal, and that was the NFL record for 17 years until Tom Dempsey, uh, kicked a 70-yard field goal to beat the Lions uh, with the Saints. We've heard that call before by, uh, uh, oh, what's his name, uh, Al, Al, uh, Al Wester uh, for the Saints. So you, yes. we, we hear that from time. And Don Crickey, I don't believe this. <laughs> Don Crickey said that on TV. So so that that's one of those um, names that I always heard and uh, remembered him somewhat. But, you know, because of that record, you always heard and, about him all the time. So, John, you got some... Well, yep. this week is the Hall of Fame game. That's right. Thursday, Thursday night. And remember, they're doing it Thursday night now because of two years ago when they had the little, you know, the mishap with the the uh, turf. So Field, they moved yeah. it to Thursday before yep. this. Yeah. Okay. So, and that is. is yeah, uh, it's, it's it's uh it's uh Atlanta and is it Denver? It's Atlanta and yeah. Denver. Yeah, and I don't have the entire class in front of me. We can go over that next week. With next week we'll have that. Yeah. Saturday, so yeah, we'll get that. So, but, John, there's some college yeah, football games. Yeah. Well, first of all, up. we're less than a month from the first college football season because there are some games on on August 24th, actually a pretty big one, Florida, Miami, and Orlando, and then Arizona, Hawaii, and a couple of 1AA games. But there, were going, there was a list that came out. Uh, these are the top five games uh, ticket-wise as far as ticket scalping uh, in college football this year. 
Number five, Texas A&M at Clemson, September the 7th. Low-end tickets are $150 high-end, going for $3,000. Then, of course, number four, Texas, Oklahoma, October 5th. Uh, it is the low at the Cotton Bowl. As usual, the low-end tickets are going for around 185 High-end are going for 4500 Number three surprised me, Nebraska-Colorado. I mean, both teams have been down. Yes, they're old Big 12 rivals. Yeah, but I'd say that's They're going for 215 and uh, 5000 for the high-end tickets. I don't know when that game is. Number two, this will be a battle here as we get myself and Pierre, Texas-LSU. Low-end tickets are going for 250 and it's at here in Austin on September 7th. It's the same day as A&M Clemson, back-to-back games on ABC, as a matter of fact. High-end tickets going for $9,500. So, yeah, the ninety-five. if you go to a scalper. Now, the, the biggest game is Notre Dame at Georgia, September 24th. Uh, 21st. 21st. Yeah, yeah. September 21st, and the the low end tickets are going for 450. High end tickets, they are actually lower than the LSU Texas game, but but because the average, they end up being the most most expensive. They're going for around nine thousand. So Notre Dame at Georgia. So those those games, which all those most of that I could see, but Nebraska Colorado still surprising me that they were in the top five. Well, they used to play Thanksgiving every year, so I think that they. Well, they consider- that, but both, you know, both teams, they're not, neither team's really that good. No, no. But, I mean, hey, who's going? Who's buying the tickets? Who's going to go? It's not like people are going to come from all over the country. In Nebraska and Colorado, it's a big deal. It's like Texas, Texas A&M or whatever. How, you know, even if they weren't good, people would like to see it. You know, they, they remember oh, yeah. because, you know, 20 yeah, years of Texas, Thanksgivings or whatever, you know? Yeah, when Texas and Texas A&M play the first time, I'll guarantee you that'll be a top ticket. Yes, yeah, no I'm matter thinking, whether they're good or I'm not, you know? I was... I was surprised though. That's in there over a Michigan, Ohio State. Right. Uh, you got Florida, Miami, and Orlando. That surprised me that Nebraska, Colorado was there. But and you know, and see, like some of these, LSU is ranked number two. They are ahead of Alabama, Texas, number nine. Uh, Notre Dame and Georgia, both top ten teams. Texas A&M and Clemson. Clemson's number one uh, going into the preseason. Texas A&M is like twenty-four. So, but Nebraska, Colorado, neither one of them are ranked. Yeah, well, so, you know, it, it's really a religion there in Nebraska, and and this is why they they are not very tolerant of uh, you know six and five, seven and four seasons. That's not good enough, or or seven and five, six and six, whatever. Uh, they're not very tolerant of that, and uh, so I think that. And if you're a corn, if you have a big corn farm and you don't really want to go too far, what are you going to spend your money on? Probably the football game, you know. Yeah, they're going to head on over to Boulder. It's not that far of a trip, so. Right. Okay. We do have, so, we do uh, have a and, hold on, Chris. We do have okay. a hand. Jerry, yeah. go ahead real quick. Okay, I learned something very interesting today. Uh, maybe you guys have knew this. Um, his first name escapes me, but Howard Cosell's grandson is a PA announcer at City Field for the New York Mets. Wow. They um, his first name escapes me. I probably should have written it down. Is, it, is, his, last let, name, is his last name Cosell? Uh, yeah. Okay, it is because you, know, you can Cosell, have a grandson with a Greg different Cosell last name. The one, Greg Cosell is the one that works for uh, he, NFL Films. Yeah, he does that's NFL not, Films and he does that NFL matchup show. That, yeah, that's the son, but yeah. I think it's Greg's son. Hey, let okay. him 
They let him introduce Todd Frazier. They, they took us to PA. They took us there on Pirate TV, and they said, met third baseman. He goes, Todd Frazier, just like uh, his grandfather did. Oh, so he didn't say, up comes Frazier? I thought he'd say, up no. comes Frazier. Say, you up. know, like, down goes Frazier? <laughs> yeah. He didn't do that? No. No, but talked about it, uh, <laughs> Joe Block and Bob Walk talked about how great Howard Cosell was and uh, down goes Frazier yeah. and all that stuff. A block and walk. It's always good to have a team that rhymes. I think that's very good about yeah. on the Pirates part. Okay, yeah. so, uh, Sean, uh, why don't you throw in your little Tim Duncan note? That was kind of interesting this week. Okay, yes. An NBA, and, of course, we don't have a lot of NBA, but right now we're coming up on the uh, the FIBA World Cup, you know, the Basketball World Cup, all the international, and Tim Duncan announced this week, or the Spurs announced that he is an assistant for the San Antonio Spurs. Apparently, he had been helping out with practice the last couple of years. He has an auto detailing shop right near the practice facility, and he's been coming over helping, and he decided he was going to step in as an assistant coach, which I did not see this one coming because I didn't see Tim Duncan as coaching material, honestly. Okay. But, you know, we'll see. I guess he's wanting to get in on the road. So. And we're going we're gonna to let Sean, uh, Parrot Robert talk about hockey in a minute, but we do have one other uh, thing, a death of a fairly prominent tennis player, Peter McNamara from Australia. I vaguely remember him. Uh, he was 64. He died of prostate cancer. He had five tournament wins. Uh, he didn't have any uh, Grand Slam wins except in doubles competition. I think he won three uh, doubles titles in in the grand slams but uh he was the seventh ranked tennis player uh, he's from australia seventh ranked tennis player in march of 83 so he was you know hanging around with the with the big guy uh he turned pro in 74 and he retired in 87 and uh, and again no majors the three doubles and uh and uh, again he died of prostate cancer so that was another thing that happened this week so robert We've been waiting with bated breath for this for weeks now. Here well, yeah, because it's all—it's almost a month old now because everything took place at the beginning of July. But right, but this is the sports show of record in the in this country, so we want to get it on there. So go right ahead and talk a little hockey for us. Um, well, the team that got seriously hurt in free agency was the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, they lost uh, our, our Terry Panarin. He went to the Rangers, seven-year deal. Uh, 11 years, 11 million per. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky, their starting goaltender, went to Florida. Uh, Matt Duchesne went to Nashville. So Columbus is the team that really got killed with losing top-notch players in free agency. Um, you know, um, the Sharks also lost uh, several players, uh, but they've got a lot of young and upcoming talent, so it may or may not make a difference. But Columbus was the one that really hurt, got hurt by not being able to keep all their players. The Rangers sound like, from the little I've been hearing with trades and so forth, the Rangers seem like they're moving uh, moving along pretty well here. Yeah, well, with Panarin agreeing to go to New York, and then they got Jacob Truba from uh, Winnipeg, and they immediately signed him to a long extension because his wife is in medical school. And apparently uh, that's one of the reasons why he wanted to go to New York is to help her career because apparently in Canada she could not uh, she could not continue her medical education because she's a U.S. citizen and, you know, of course, he's Canadian. So uh, he asked her to go to a U.S. team so she could uh, focus on her career. So, uh-huh. yeah, the, the Rangers are, look like they're going to be improved. Florida is definitely going to be improved. Joe Quinville has already made a major difference because uh, they got the most free agents to come there. Uh, not all big names, of course, but uh, anybody who knows 
knows anything about hockey, they want to play for Coach Q. So yep. watch out for – for you actually might see a very good Florida Panther team in the next year or two. Well, it's going to be a pretty good division because if you've got if you've got them improving, you got Tampa Bay already good. The Bruins and Toronto are still going to be good. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a tough division, you know. Yes, yes. So, and, and, and the Bruins apparently lost uh, Noel Chari. He went he went to Florida. He's one of the yes, people that yes, went there. Yes, he did. The dogs, and, uh, they they the dogs going to have a good team. Uh, That's hang right. On. Yeah. And the dogs right. will have a good team there. But yeah. That's right. But I wonder though, is in Florida, is anybody going to show up to the game if they're very good? If you know, hockey's a little different. Because if you get you get a loyal fan base and they kind of go, uh, you know, it depends on the city, of course. But generally, even in a place where you think it wouldn't draw, and I don't know the specifics of Florida, but even in a place where you think it wouldn't draw, they kind of, you know, it, it's a niche, not a niche sport. You wouldn't go that far. It's number four, you know. But what I'm saying is the, the, the buildings, I think it may be about the highest. It's right there with the NBA for highest percentage of tickets sold. Hockey does very well in selling its tickets. So, yeah, but yeah, you know, uh, Tampa Bay does well. They sell out in Tampa, but Miami, you have a lot, or Sunrise, as they call it, yeah, they have a lot of empty seats. They're, they're, okay, one, of the, they're one of the worst uh, attended yeah. teams. There I aren't too many to... in the league, though. That's what I'm saying, Robert. Yeah. Most most teams sell 90 to 95% of all their tickets, you know, yeah. really. So they do. So I just didn't know about Florida. But if they start to play well, you know, they have a little history. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals against uh, Colorado back in, uh, you know, 1996. The day, in 1996. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, they, can, they, they could start to, to pick up again but i think joe quinville is going to make a major difference and i think the chicago blackhawks are going to rue the day that they decided to give him a pink slip well we got about maybe eight i'm going to guess about seven eight minutes sean you've been another thing you wanted to do this is our good night well, for, uh, first of all do we have a do we have an do we have an s car winner uh yeah denny hamlin won the race today okay hey, where was the race so i uh, was in uh pennsylvania Okay. And, uh, Pocono. 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 Yeah. Kapka won the golf tournament at St. Jude's today. Who won yeah, the I missed it. Brooke, won. Kapka. Brooke Kapka won oh, Brooke the golf. Kapka. Yeah, he Brooke won. Kapka. And now, now in the NASCAR, do we know as far as the Cup who's uh, possibly in the lead? Well, we probably don't uh, hear. No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen the standings lately. Um, but we'll yeah. we'll try to track those down. Yeah, we'll have to get Pierre or somebody, one of our big yeah, experts we'll, we'll, out there. We'll find out. We'll find out. Okay, so, Sean, you, there was something that we've been wanting to talk about for a few weeks, and you know, you've got time to do it now with the NCAA in California. Okay, this started in May. The California State Legislature, the House of Assembly or House of Representatives or whatever they call their It's a their state, assembly. State, assembly. State, assembly. state Assembly. State Assembly introduced a bill stating that starting in 2023, all players of – Colleges and universities in the state of California can will be paid for their likenesses. Let's say they can be paid off of games, T-shirt sales, anything like that. Now it has not gone to the Senate yet. However, it you know it's in a battle. The NCAA, however, is saying that if this bill passes and they go with it in 2023, all schools that recognize this in the state of California can be kicked out of the NCAA. Now, the state of California is saying, we're going through with this. EA Sports is ready to pay these players. And they're not talking about paying them per game. They're talking about, let's say, T-shirt sales, uh, the use of their likeness in a game. If a player wants to work a football camp, he can make it. If a, if a swimmer gives swimming lessons. Right now, if you're on the swim team and you give swimming lessons, 
you are not allowed to be paid. California said, no, it's time. And other states are introducing similar va- uh, bills, are looking at it, but Cal- NCA is saying, we will ban all California schools from this. And no, California already won't. says that at state, state-supported institutions, it will be... Inter- it I will have be a feeling this will go to the courts, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, and, oh, and think, the NCA well, double A. Will not get away with it. Yeah, I think the bill's going to pass, and this could change the whole thing and the whole structure. As we've been talking about, either the NCAA will either have to change, or the NCAA could end up non-existent because. In 2024, 2025, most conference contracts come up for you know renewal with TV, uh, you know with TV networks. And the Big 12, we don't know are they going to stay together? Are teams going to flock to the other four? You have the Power Five con- uh, conferences in football already are allowed to make the rule uh, for that. Plus, they'll look at the Power Six or Seven in basketball. Uh, you may you may end up seeing. Oh, a college football governing body, maybe a college men's and women's governing body, college baseball and softball, separate governing bodies. And right now, this is the part on Title IX, right? Right now, this could because with the NCAA, a lot of teams they may have women's soccer but not men's soccer because they have a football team and they have to match up scholarships where their thing is football has 85 scholarships there's not an equivalent basketball baseball that and a player on a swimming team or gymnastics they can't give they can't give lessons to earn money and this all goes along with the whole the deal with all the trials and the people paying coaches to get their kids you know, on the rowing team or whatever, and, you know, the whole full house thing and the other Felicity Huffman and all that. It, this could be an interesting battle because California says they will stand up to the NCAA and they said they will take it to court yeah. if necessary. And the, so this and the NCAA is not going to get away with, with doing this. I mean, they can bluster all they want and say they're going to throw people out. No, they'll have to change because what's going to happen is the networks are going to go, are you telling me that the biggest or second biggest state in, in the nation is not going to get – uh, being the, the biggest population state, the most, right, right, most whichever, you know, state. right there. And look at, and you have USC, one of the top heritage programs in football, UCLA, a heritage program in basketball. Yep. Uh, the California schools, along with the Big 12 and SEC, are the ones that do well in ratings for college baseball. They're the ones that bring it. No, they're not going to. And no. other schools will say, wait a minute, California? California's getting kicked out. You know what, NCA, we'll leave you. We'll leave we're you. Down we, to the, we'll we're down to the two-minute warning, guys, and Shelly had her hand up. So anybody else who wants to put your hand up, we're at the two-minute warning. So, Shelly, go ahead. Yeah, it's just quick. Uh, Yankees over Boston, 6-2 now. Yeah. All hey, right. she- Shelly, while I have you, if people want to PayPal their money for the football contest, what is the PayPal address? That would be DJ Faber, the number one, at gmail.com. So, okay. DJ Faber? DJ Faber, yeah. Faber 1 at gmail.com. Okay, because I think we forgot that. F-A-B-E-R. B as yes. in boy, yes. Yes. Yep. F-A-B-E-R, yes. Correct. All right. Okay. Well, Sean, I think Anybody you probably do, uh, do your uh, wrap-up. We have about a minute left All right. before well, we really need to go. Unless, Sean, you want to just go slow this week. Okay, well... Okay, well, first of all, we do want to thank Larry and Jimmy for coming and talking about the football contest. We do want to remind you, as Shelly said, to pay 
BJ Faber, F-A-B-E-R, one at gmail.com. Uh, you can go contact for information, Larry Pittsburgh at gmail.com for more information about the contest. Uh, also, 712-432-3642 and go to board 10. That is more information. Also, you can interact with us at that same number at board 9 and the sports schedules on board 13. So those are ways to interact with all of us uh, and plus others. And, hey, we learn your voice. You learn our voice. It's an easy way to communicate and go back. We can have some good debates on that. But oh, yeah. also, we want to remind you, if you want to check out Sports Lounge Live or you want to tell a friend, tell them to go to legendoldies.com, download the Sports Lounge Live for whatever episode you want. You want to you go back and listen to, I don't know how many episodes you can go back and listen. Uh, also, go to Worldwide Space Legend in your podcatcher, select Sports Lounge Live, it delivers you, or Worldwide Legend Podcast on your smart device, or the other way on your phone, the number is 832-999-8604 when you do that, it's one to pause, two to rewind, three to fast forward but next week we'll be talking about some Hall of Famers, we'll have some trades, we'll have some NFL news, and who knows what else, and once again, thank you Larry and Jimmy for coming in and talking yeah, to us. And we are one year anniversary next week. So and I still one year anniversary, yes. And we still have a little bit of time, so if we want to you know, just kind of look back on the past year. I, I think it's been a fun year. It has. Oh, it has. Oh, it's been and a I fun year. We've covered, had... I think we've covered every controversy that there was in sports. I don't think we left any stone unturned of, of any. Now that we got uh, Sean's California, he, Sean's been chomping at the bit to do that for two months. Now that we did well, that, I yeah. think we've, we've finished the year on a high note. We're still waiting on Joe Nexall, though. we got to get him up. we got to get Joe Nexall. That's right. We will. Yeah, that's the one we're still waiting so now, on. And, so Bill, and, Bill, if you come down, I mean, you've been kind of helping us and been kind of behind the scenes and all this the past year. What do you think about Sports Lounge Live after after a year of it? Well, I've been here for every week, except yep. for one week I might have been out of town, but I had Dave come in. So I must like yep. it. I'm right here every single week, and I love it. So, that's great. Well, it's good to know we have one happy listener anyway, if nothing else. <laughs> Shelly, Shelly's a loyal listener. Uh, again, the yes. check's in the mail, Shelly. Yeah, whatever. What are we bill about 30 seconds? Oh, we got Walter real quick for about five seconds. Walter, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, Walter. Go ahead. Walter. Oh, oh I think maybe you missed a chance, quick. Walter. Go ahead, go ahead, quickly. Oh, well, I just was saying it was a great year, and I'm glad to, uh, to listen in on it. Thank you, Walter. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, our favorite we'll public announcement. Week, folks. All right, guys. All right. Have a good week, week, and our favorite public announcements are straight ahead. Okay. Yes, sir. And Robbie the Robot. That's right.